Man, I'd rather be here at Caney Creek Cowboy Church than the finest hospital in Conroe, Texas. How many of you have never heard us before? Let me see your hand. We just got through singing, She Found Jesus Alive. <laughs> hey, listen, we are from Mule Shoe, Texas. Some of you know where Mule Shoe. For you that do not know where Mule Shoe, it is 18 miles from Earth. Earth, Texas is 18 miles. If you were to look at the panhandle of Texas, most of you have heard of the big city of Amarillo. We're an hour and a half southwest of Amarillo. We're an hour from Lubbock. We're 30 minutes from Clovis, New Mexico, or the closest Walmart. <laughs> hey, what can I say? And, hey, the last time I was here was about five years ago, and I didn't get to bring this lovely lady with me. Y'all welcome my wife, Deb. Now, you'll see that she is sitting down. September 1st, she had total knee replacement on her right knee for the third time. She's not only had three knee surgeries, she's had three back surgeries. She's got a lot of metal in her. If there's anything going to go wrong with her, I've decided if anything happens to her, I'm selling her for scrap metal. <laughs> he loves me. Hey, I, hey, I sure do love her because I've been married to this gal 42 years. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, married, we married when we were 10 and 11. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, I have found out that it's okay to have fun at church. Because my Bible tells me a merry heart doeth good like a medicine, and I found it's okay to laugh and have a good time. Here's what I need you to do, everybody. Take a deep breath. Good to be alive at Caney Creek. Amen. Take another deep breath. Uh, turn to your neighbor and let it out. <laughs> that gentleman passed out back there. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, listen, I have found out, too, that if, if, y if I get a lot of amens, I get through a lot quicker. So I brought my sign. And if that don't work, I'll say, oh, me. <laughs> hey, it is a delight to be with you. Now, let me just tell you about this young lady here with me. Um, she did have knee surgery September 1st. She's doing wonderful, and we thank the Lord. Matter of fact, I praise the Lord for the good report for Pastor Mark. Uh, listen to this. Listen to this. Here's what you have to do. You have to learn to stand on the Word. Psalms 107 verse 20 says, He sent His Word and He healed them. And folks, I still believe in that healing power of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, um, hey let's do a little country sound. How about this? Because one of these days, he's gonna, we're going to be changed in the twinkling of an eye. But I'm gonna be a diamond someday I'm gonna grow and glow till I'm so blue, pure, perfect Gonna put a smile on everybody's face I'm gonna kneel and pray every day Lest I should become vain along the way I'm 
just an old chunk of coal now, Lord. I'm going to be a diamond someday. I'm going to learn the best way to walk. Going to search and find a better way to talk. I'm going to spit and polish my old rough-edged self till I get rid of every single flaw. I'm going to be the world's best friend. Going to go around shaking everybody's hand. I'm just an old chunk of coal now, Lord. I'm going to be a diamond someday. All right, air fiddle. I'm having a good time, amen. Y'all sing it with us now. Here we go. Well, I'm just an old chunk of coal. But I'm going to be a diamond someday. I'm going to grow and glow till I'm so blue, pure, perfect. Going to put a smile on everybody's face. I'm going to kneel and pray every day. As I should become vain along the way. I'm just an old chunk of coal now, Lord. I'm going to be a diamond someday. I'm just an old chunk of coal now, Lord. I'm going to be a diamond someday. say y'all are fixing going to cruise some ladies are they're it's great have you ever been on one before oh it's wonderful jack and i went on one but it's is after my first back surgery so i really wasn't up to snuff as you'd say i said that in church <laughs> anyway up, up to snuff <laughs> anyway there's a story about this couple that went on a cruise, and on this cruise, these ships are so big, it's like you're in a city all of itself. You oh can yeah. find anything and shopping and all activities, and so this little couple was walking around the ship, and they came upon a room, and they were having a dance in it, and they just stood there and watched, and this lady punched her husband, and she said, do you see that gentleman out there in the middle of that dance floor, the one that's really, really dancing? And the man looked. He said, yeah, I see him. She goes, 25 years ago, that man asked me to marry him. Well, the husband looked out there, and directly he looked at her, and he said, well, looks like he's still a-celebrating. We better sing. I need you to help me sing this song. We're going to change keys on every verse. A song called Amazing Grace. 
Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. Twas grace that taught my heart to fear and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear the eye I first believe. All right, come on. Through many dangers, falls, and snares, I have already. brought me safe thus far, and grace will lead me home. Now on this last verse, I want you to sing it like you mean it tonight. When we've been near ten thousand years, bright Shining as the sun, we know less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. Sing Amazing Grace, Amazing. sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. I was blind, I was blind, but now I see that grace is still amazing. Amen. Amen and amen. And I'll tell you this, amazing grace never gets old. I'm telling you, if that doesn't light your fire, your wood's still wet. <laughs> Hey, let, hey, you know, Deb and I, were at, we were in the panhandle at a little town called Tulia, Texas, between Amarillo and Lubbock. And uh, we're singing a song similar to this one. It, and 
And I will say this, don't nobody get up to go to the bathroom because we thought, well, that we was at this church. There was three sections, kind of like this, except they had two glass doors back here. And a gentleman about, about near the back, he jumped up, and I mean he took off, and we thought, ooh, did we offend him? No, he's out there doing the two-step. <laughs> it was like this. <laughs> You go to the bathroom now, no. Oh, now, Jesus, use me. And, oh, Lord, don't refuse me. Surely there's a work that I can do. And even though it's humble, Lord, if my will to crumble, Though the cost be great, I'll work for you. He's a lily of the valley, the bright and morning star. He's the fairest of 10,000 to my soul. He's a beautiful rose of Sharon. He's all the world to me. But most of all, he is my coming king. Can you say amen to that? Dear Lord, I'll be a witness if you will have my weakness. I know that I'm not worthy, Lord, of thee. I see thee upon the cross of Calvary. Dear Lord, I cry, let me thy servant be. Amen. Jesus, use me, and oh Lord, don't refuse me. Surely there's a work that I can do. And even though it's humble, Lord, if my will to crumble, though the cost be great, I'll work for you. Though the cost be great, I'll work for you. Ah, can you say amen to that? Well, Deb told you something funny, so is it okay if I tell you something funny? I had to go to Walmart. I went over the one in Cleveland yesterday, and <laughs> that's already funny, right? I must have a good Walmart. <laughs> anyway, have you ever had it to just hit you? When you got to go, you got to go. I ran into that restroom, and I'm minding my own business. I push on the first stall, and it's locked. I move to the next stall, and I am minding my own business, folks. And the guy next to me goes, how you doing? I said, well, I'm doing pretty good. He said, where are you headed? I said, well, I'm singing at Candy Creek Cowboy Church tomorrow night. And then he said, well, how's your kids? <laughs> I said, my kids are great. 
And then he said, I, I love you and I'll be praying for you. I said, well, I love you and I'll be praying for you too. And then he said, "Hun, I'm going to have to hang up. The guy next to me keeps answering everything. <laughs> That's funny. I don't care where you're at. <laughs> Hey, let me ask this question tonight. If you are a veteran, uh, she's still tickled. <laughs> if you are a veteran, would you please stand with me tonight? I want to see who you are tonight. Anybody that served in our military? Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. Thank y'all. Thank you so much for serving our country. And for those that have served, you know, one thing I tell people, in just four days, my father-in-law will be 92 years old. He served, he, he served in, the, in the Army, World War II. He was on the third wave of Normandy Beach. There was five brothers all five of them came home. Amen. He had a praying mama. Had a praying mama. We dedicate this song to all of those who have served, even those, our firemen, our policemen, our EMS. Amen. Moment in the spotlight, no ticker tape parade. To thank you, son, for what you've done, the sacrifice you've made. Nobody really understands what goes on over there. We stand up and applaud. Somebody makes a double play When somebody stands to sing God bless the USA But when Johnny comes a-marching home No one seems to care them are heroes from those who owe the lines to the ones they've left behind to carry on heroes let's stand up for these heroes Rose and say a prayer for everyone that's over there till they come back home. Yeah, give them a round of applause. We talk about our freedom and we talk about the price. 
But most of us can't understand the kind of sacrifice for someone to lay their lives down for someone they don't know. Some have come home broken while others lost their lives. Some of them have lots of scars you can't see with your eyes. But there's no way to measure how deep those wounds may go. Y'all are the heroes. Listen to this, though. The greatest sacrifice that was ever made was when Jesus Christ, greater love hath no man than this, than to lay down his life for his friends. I'm just so thrilled uh, that Jesus was willing to die for me. And thank God he didn't throw me away. Amen? Hey, uh, um, hey, let's let Deb sing some. Sometimes we just need to get out of the way and let God be God. Sometimes I think I'm in control and I act so foolishly. problems on my own I don't know what's best for me My mistakes at time disturb All the plans you have made Lord keep me in your So I won't be in your way Put me where you want to Not where I want to be 
Why should I ask for things I want? Just give me what I need. When I complain from time to time, forgive me, Lord, I pray. for things I want just give me what I need when I complain from time to time forgive me Lord I pray just tell you something Deb and I have pastored for years we pastored a church in Milshi Texas for 11 and a half years this is our eighth year to be full-time in music ministry and evangelism and get this last weekend last weekend we were at heaven bound cowboy church in Snyder Texas had eight decisions and it and get this it put us over the thousand mark in eight years, we've seen a thousand and six. And here, let me tell you this. L let me tell you this. It's not about Jack and Deb. 
It's not about Caney Creek. It's not about Pastor Mark. It's all about Jesus. When we get our focus on him, I kind of like what Pastor Mark prayed a while ago. You know, I know they're, they're, they're having a big deal about the Pope. And, you know, that, I, I'm sure that's a great thing. And if I was, you know, that denomination, I'd probably be thrilled too, you know. But you know what I'm thrilled about? My Jesus is coming back for the church. And I pray that we're all ready to meet him because I tell churches this, the greatest decision you can ever make is where you plan to spend eternity. Heaven and earth's going to pass away. I mean, this world is about to come to an end. Uh, and here's what the Word says. You better lift up your head because your redemption is about to draw nigh. Hey, let's see this. Uh, how are we doing on time? We doing good? Listen to this song. We're going to see this place in all of its glory one of these days. Last night I went to bed and after I had gone to sleep Sometime in the night a vision came to me I saw a place of splendor with my loved ones waiting there Everyone was singing songs of praise were in the air. The singing was so lovely and in perfect harmony. The multitude that gathered reached as far as I could see. Each smiling face was glowing, everybody looked the same. Singing glory to the Lamb, praise His holy name. The crippled blind, I could not find, this place had no disease. Everyone was young and fair, there were no elderly. From the flood and through the blood, each one who had believed was gathered home around the throne for all eternity. When I awoke, I had this happy feeling in my soul. For I believe he let me see the place where I will go. For I've been saved by grace through faith. I am one of his own. And I'll be in that number I saw gathered round the throne. When I awoke, I had this happy feeling in my soul. For I believe he let me see the place where I will go. For I've been saved by grace through faith. I am one of his own. And I'll be in that number I saw gathered round the throne. Last night I went to bed and after I had gone to sleep. 
sometime in the night I had this vision come to me. Amen and amen. God bless you tonight. You know, as he's coming, come on up here, because as he's coming, I have already laid my eyes. It's dangerous to put a preacher up here with all his desserts. And because um, I know one thing, something's about to go into the yes. ministry. <laughs> and I can tell you one thing, the Amen. ministry is going to expand. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hey, brother, before you before you get started, did I understand that there were several people out here that's fixing to face surgery? Yes, amen. Can I just say one thing? You say whatever you want, girl. I feel like the Lord's laid this on my heart. Jack just barely mentioned it. I've had three back surgeries, and the first back surgery was in 2005, and they did what they called a 360, and they took out my 10th rib, Took out part of my hip bone, flipped me over, cut me from a third vertebrae down to my tailbone. Ten and a half hours was the surgery, and they put two rods in my back and fused seven vertebras. Did everything the doctor said to do. Three years later, one of the rods broke. Had to go back in. They had to replace that rod. Then in 2011, I had my first knee surgery. 2012, they had to go back in there and do the second knee surgery. 2013, they did the third back surgery. But I just want to tell you this. We Jack called a pastor friend of ours one time, and he said, we don't know why this is happening. And, you know, I'm going to tell you something. It's okay to ask God why. Yeah. You, our kids have asked us why a lot of That's times. Right. Amen. But we are really, really, really good at taking our needs to the Lord, aren't we? Just real good. Amen. But I'm going to tell you what we're better at. We're better at telling him how to do it. Yes. And I'm here to tell you, he doesn't need instructions from us. That's right. But a pastor friend told us, he said, whatever Deb is going through, it's going to be another testimony for the Lord. Yes. I didn't tell you all that to make you all feel sorry for me. Don't feel sorry for me because I know that God's going to use this for his glory. We testified to the surgeon who did this last knee surgery. God gave me a scripture, and it was in First Chronicles, the 28th chapter and the 20th verse, two weeks before I had surgery, I, God gave me this verse, and it said, this time the temple will be finished correctly. Amen. I told Jack, I said, I'm taking this scripture, and I'm reading it to that doctor. Amen, amen, amen. I did, and he cried. He cried. Amen. The other day when I back, went back for my second week uh, checkup, he was still crying. Amen. So Amen. God can use whatever you're going through. Don't give up. Amen. Look up. Yes, amen. Jack and Deb Stone, guys, give them a big round of applause. Hallelujah. Back in the back, they have a merchandise table back there. I promise you. Uh, Jack, what's all on your table back there? Would you tell them your prices? And, uh, uh, 
I know we, you're not here for money. We you're here because God sent you here. That's right. That's right. We actually have nine CDs. Uh, we have, um, they're $10 a piece. Cheap enough. And uh, our T-shirts are, are 15 and our ball caps are 15 Now, I, I'm not selling snake oil back there. You've, some of you probably <laughs> seen the bottle. Listen to this. A friend of mine developed this, and all it is is it's an enzyme. You, if you get a, a, a sunburn, a curling iron burn, ladies, you spray it on there, you get instant relief. Mm. It's amazing. Uh, that's it. A it's called afterburn. Uh, everything on the table does go to help needy children because our kids keep calling us for money. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hey, some of the songs that we, and the, 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 uh, the, the afterburn's $10 as well. And uh, but everything that you the cookbook oh yeah I got a cookbook back there for all and this is not a cookbook that has souffles so <laughs> the cook this cookbook is fifteen dollars now get this it's very simple recipes matter of fact I had to put we it don't even know how to spell souffle that's right <laughs> listen to this I put a recipe in there from our six year old well he's seven years old now grandson how to cook a turkey yeah. And it, he, he did a, a school assignment. It says, it's on page 40. Check it out. He it looked at it, and he says, uh, this, uh, how to cook it there. You need a, uh, a pie crust dough and stove. You got to cook it at 100 minutes at burning hot temperature. Hey, man. Mix it all Poor up. Bird. Mix <laughs> it all up, and out comes a turkey. Hey, man. <laughs> come back and see me. Yeah, come back and meet Deb and Jack at their table back there just a minute. Man, open your Bible if you brought one tonight. Amen. God is so good. Touch three people and say, I got something already. Good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Danny, would you and Richard step up and make sure you help Miss Deb down? Good to be in the house of the Lord. Tomorrow... God has allowed me to be, God will, if I make it that long, will have allowed me to be 44 years old tomorrow. I said I would never see 30, but God had a different plan for my life. I said I would never have a, 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 a life of peace and joy and happiness, but God had a better plan for my life. Praise God that God's got a better plan for your life, too. So as I went home today, because the doctor told me I had to rest, I'm not very good at resting. So I went home today, and I watched Dr. Phil. And, uh, but I was thinking while I was watching Dr. Phil, if I was a psychiatrist, and I'm not, uh, if I if, if, if I had all the schooling, all the knowledge that Dr. Phil had, if I had some of that lesson, some of that learned, some, what would I tell the people of Caney Creek Cowboy Church tonight that I have learned in 44 years of my life? And this is what came to mind today. Captivate your thoughts or your thoughts will captivate you. Say it with me. Captivate your thoughts. Let's do this again because I'm like a slow bus. It went over Carl's head. Carl, catch up. Captivate your thoughts or your thoughts will captivate you. Somebody get that tonight. Captivate your thoughts or your thoughts will captivate you. 
We all have crazy thoughts. Every one of us had crazy thoughts. We got to get a hold of our thoughts. I'm so blessed that Robert talked about that the other day and that God had laid that on my heart because we all have a tendency to, to think things in our mind and automatically they go to the extreme. How many, how many are like that? You get a little news, but it's the worst news. Somebody don't speak to you at church and automatically your mind goes, oh, they're mad at me, oh, they're upset with me, oh, they, they, uh, they're mean, they're rude, they're ugly. And ladies, you're really bad at this. I'm just going to speak it out the truth tonight. Another lady don't talk to you, you start snubbing her. Mm, she thinks she's better than me. I'll pull the weave up out of her head. God told me to tell you tonight to captivate your thoughts or your thoughts will captivate you. When I'm in traffic and when I'm angry and when, I, when I'm upset and I, and I lose my mind, I'm so mad at myself later because I'm so much better than that. Me and Mary got into a little spiff this morning and I was so mad at myself because we're so much more better than that. But if we don't captivate our thoughts, they will captivate us. They will take over our lives. How many's had a crazy thought or two? I'm in the right church. I just wanted to, Scott, you ought to raise your hand, you liar. You stinking liar. You go to hell for lying, boy, raise your hand. People go to hell for lying. Tell somebody, say, you go to hell for lying. That's why it's so important to stop and think about what you're thinking. Say that with me. Stop and think about what you're thinking. I learned that in anger management. To get a handle on my thoughts. To stop and think about what you're thinking before you open your mouth and speak. Before you let it ruin your day. Before you let it ruin your week. Before you let it ruin your marriage. Before you let it ruin your relationships. Captivate your thoughts or your thoughts will captivate you. That's a word from God. That is a word from God, not the Pope. He said, captivate your thoughts or your thoughts will captivate you. I think that's a true statement tonight. I think it's a word tonight. Because those thoughts, they direct our lives. Uh, let me say this. Thoughts direct our lives. You can choose to be happy or you can choose to be miserable. You can choose to be healthy, whole, and well, or you can choose to be sick, broke, busted, and disgusted. I'm not talking about, listen to me, I, I see so many people speak that, believe that, I'm never going to have nothing, I'm never going to be nothing, I'm never going to be drug free, I'm never going to be alcohol free, my marriage is never going to be like, oh, so-and-so's marriage, my, my, my career is never going to be like so-and-so's career. Let me say this, you got to captivate what's between your ears and get that under control. I'll never live to see 30, I used to say. Boy, God had a plan for my life. I want to see my kids get married in a long time. I want to see grandbabies running around my house that God blessed me with. I, I, I want to be active like Lita's dad at 91. Lita's dad right here tonight, 91 years old in church. And he walked in. And he still drives his tractor. 
And he hits everything at the farm with it. I get a report on you, Earl Massey. When Mary and I first got married, we bought a house in Crawford, Texas. We built an arena out there, and we started putting on practice ropings. And we were having a good time putting on practice ropings. And one day, my friend Shane called me. And it was wintertime, and it was cold, and it was freezing. And we got invited to a big rope. And he said, hey, you want to gather up your cows, and let's have a rope? I said, man, I ain't calling nobody out here. No, just me and you a rope. I said, all right, just me and you will run a pin or two. That will be great. He said, yeah, we need to get ready for the big rope and coming up in Salado. I said, all right, cool, let's do it. Man, it was snowing on the ground. It was sleet. I got out there, man. I got the cows all in the pen. I wrapped them. He showed up after all the work was done. I was mad and cold. And, 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 and he saddled his horse, and, and I saddled my horse. And we backed up in the box, and he had this crazy thought. The kids were little. Mary was in the house. His wife was over there. He had this crazy thought. He said, hey, Brother Mark, he said, you know what? Let's, let's play a game here. I said, all right, how much money you want to roll for? He said, no, I ain't got no money, man. I don't save my money for Salado, but let's, let's play a game. He said, I was watching this show on TV called The Christmas Story, and this kid stuck his tongue on a telephone pole. He said, I'll tell you what, this is true, true story. I'm making this stuff up. He said, I'll tell you what, you head, I'm going to heal. Whoever misses the most at the end of the roping practice after we run two pins, whoever misses the most has got to stick their tongue on the pole and see if that stuff is true. I said, okay. <laughs> I knew I could outrope him. I knew I was better than him. But that day it was so cold, my rope wasn't working right. See, a team roper will always blame it on the rope when they miss. All of a sudden, he's out there, and I can't catch nothing. And finally, I start catching some, and he's doubling everything on the other end, doubling everything on the end. He said, you finna put your tongue on that pole. And the whole time, I'm like, this was the dumbest thought that you have ever had. We got through roping, and I went up there, and I went, And just like on the TV, it happens. <laughs> if you don't believe me, we're about two months away from trying it. I said, go get married. Get some hot water out of the house. This is the dumbest thought we've ever had. Crazy thought. Put my tongue on that pole. Mary had to bring me some hot water and get my tongue off the pole. And then later on I thought, where did he come up with this stuff? Where did they come up with that stuff in this movie? Where do people come up with these things in these songs? And where, where, where do we come up with these thoughts in our head? Some of them come from God. Some of them come from the devil. Hear me today. Some of them come from God. Some of them come from the devil. We got to captivate our thoughts. I want to say this to you tonight. I'm done. 2 Corinthians 10.5. Maybe you're quick, quick to have some crazy thoughts and be like, I'll never get out of debt. 
It's flu season. I'm going to get sick. Are there any hypochondriacs in the house tonight? Don't raise your hand. What's a hypochondriac, Pastor Mark? That's a person who thinks they got everything. I always tell people when I get sick, I got one disease. It's the bird flu. It flew in years ago and I and then left me. But a lot of people, they get these crazy thoughts. And they let these thoughts control their mind. And they, if, if it's flu season, they just think they got the flu. The truth of the matter is that any thought that is contrary to God's word is a crazy thought. I said that again so you won't miss that. Any thought that's contrary to God's word is a crazy thought. Don't let that stay in your mind. Replace it with God's word. The best way to control your thoughts is by speaking his word. You can't say one thing and think one thing. Your brain doesn't focus on two things at one time. You have to stay focused. That's why the words are so important. So I want to pray for you today after I read this scripture. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God brings every thought, say every, brings every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. To the obedience of Christ. Let me get on your level and I'm done. You have a thought that the grass is greener on the other side. It's not always greener on the other side. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. You have a thought that you can go back and do some meth. And you can, you're good now. You've been sober. You've been clean for a couple of years. And you have a little thought, well, I'm going to go and I'll just get me a little bump. And, and I'll never do it again. I'm just having a rough day. I'm not worried too much about it. I can handle it. I can control it. Let me say this to you. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. You have a thought. You've got a couple of DWIs underneath your belt, and you think, well, I'll just drink and drive this weekend. I know that I'm not far from home. I'm not too far. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. You have another thought, and this thought in your head says, well, I'll just shack up. I'll just live in sin. Let me say this. Anytime you let sin in here, it's going to destroy you out here. Get into God's word, folks. Get into God's word. Anytime the devil starts placing things in my head, and I'm human, I'm not fake. What you see is what you get. Take it or leave it. I'm human. What you see is what you get. Just like you. Not all the time the things that go in here are of God. So I have to get a hold of them. Ooh, I'd like to slap him. Ooh, I'd like to kick him. Ooh, I'd like to run away from my responsibilities. Ooh, I'd like to quit my job because my boss runs his mouth. Listen, you got to captivate that right now. Determine it because the Bible says, let me get in the word. Let me find out, is it okay to do this? Is it okay? Because anything contrary to God's word is a sin. For matter of opinion, your opinion don't matter. For matter of opinion, your opinion don't matter. What does God's word say? Got in a debate yesterday with a lady over homosexuality. 
I'm okay with that, praise God, because I love everybody, and I love everybody, even those that are still living in sin. And if you're not loving people and loving everybody, even those still living in sin, there's a problem with your heart, and you need to be at this altar tonight. But I make no apologies for putting the right words out there, God's words. Where I fail is when I give my opinion without checking with God's word. God should be in every decision that you make. From buying a car to buying a house. From getting married to having children. To what you're going to do for a living or where you're going to serve in a ministry. God ought to be in every thought. And you ought to get in the word and seek him out before you open your mouth. Because opinions don't matter. The Word of God is what matters. In 44 years of my life, if I make it till, I don't know when I was born, but let's just say 1201, Mark Grimes' opinion don't matter. It's God's Word that matters. He said, I'll be healthy. He said, if I'd honor my mom and dad, I'd live a long time. He said, I'd be a lender, not a borrower. He said that he would deliver me from my enemies. God has got us. We got to believe that right here. Some of you still not believing it. That's why you're sick. Some of you still not believing it. And that's not why you're not. That's why you're not happy. Bible says in James. It says a lot in the book of James. Talks about happy, 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 happy. I think Jack is one of the happiest dudes I've ever met in my life. Contrary to one of the best singers I've ever heard sing in my life. You can just see the joy on him. You probably won't be around him too much without being happy. But God should bring that happiness out. His word ought to bring that happiness out. I used to freak out, man. I spent the first 44 years, 43 years of my life freaking out over this or freaking out over that. I made a decision today watching Dr. Phil. And talking to God, mostly talking to God, that I'm not going to spend the next 44 years letting the devil in here and ruining my life and ruining my days. <laughs> captivate your thoughts or your thoughts will captivate you. Brothers and sisters, I love you. Good to be in the house of the Lord. We're going to start our auction here in a minute, but I want to pray. Maybe you're thinking some crazy thoughts like suicide. Maybe you're thinking some crazy thoughts like leaving your husband. Maybe you're thinking some crazy thoughts like running away from your responsibilities. Maybe you're taking on too much. Maybe there's so much going on that you haven't really heard from God. Let me pray for you right now that, 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 that he would enter into your mind and you would know it from him, that it was him. How many ever got a word from God and you knew it was God? Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you for this night. We thank you for Brother Jack's music, Father. We thank you more for his, his, his wife's testimony that you are a healer, that you are a restorer, and that her body is going to be made whole because you said so. And that's the reason, not because of some doctors, but because you are the doctor. You are the great physician. Father, we thank you for their ministry that they travel around singing songs, 
bringing joy and happiness to wherever they go. Father, continue to bless them as they've been a blessing to Caney Creek Cowboy Church tonight. Father, we thank you so much, Father, for this group of people that are happy tonight, happy to be in church, made it here, going to help us raise money for our women's revival. Father, we know in our heart, Father, that you've already taken care of the needs, but we'd ask you to bless this fake auction tonight. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Amen.